Part 4 The Lost Child of St. Alan of Legendland by Various As retold by Lioness Recorded for LibriVox.org by Tim Lundeen The Lost Child of St. Alan They never talk of fairies in Cornwall. What foreigners call fairies, the Cornish call piskies, or small people. And all about the duchy, piskies still abound for those who are fitted to see them. The old folks still tell you many strange stories of the piskies. One of the best known is that of the lost child of St. Alan. St. Alan is a parish on the high ground about four miles from Truro, and there, in the little hamlet of Trionic, or as it is now called, Trifronic, on a lovely spring evening, years and years ago, a small village boy wandered out to pick flowers in a little copse not far from his parents' cottage. His mother, looking from the kitchen door, saw him happily engaged in his innocent amusement, then turned to make ready the supper for her good man, whom she saw trudging home in the distance across the fields. When, a few minutes later, she went to call her boy in to his evening meal, he had vanished. At first it was thought that the child had merely wandered further into the wood, but after a while, when he did not return, his parents grew alarmed and went in search of him. Yet no sign of the boy was discovered. For two days the villagers sought high and low for the missing child, and then on the morning of the third day, to the delight of the distracted parents, their boy was found sleeping peacefully upon a bed of fern within a few yards of the place where his mother had last seen him. He was perfectly well, quite happy, and entirely ignorant of the length of time that had elapsed. And he had a wonderful story to tell. While picking the flowers, he said, he had heard a bird singing in more beautiful tones than any he had heard before. Going into the wood to see what strange songster this was, the song changed to the most wonderful music, which compelled him to follow it. Thus, lured onward, he came at length to the edge of an enchanted lake, and he noticed that night had fallen, but that the sky was ablaze with huge stars. Then more stars rose up all around him, and looking, he saw that each was in reality a pisky. These small people formed themselves into a procession, singing strange, fascinating songs the while, and under the leadership of one who was more brilliant and more beautiful than the rest, they led the boy through their dwelling place. This, he said, was like a palace. Crystal pillars supported arches, hung with jewels, which glistened with every color of the rainbow. Far more wonderful, the child said, were the crystals than any he had seen in a Cornish mine. The Piskies were very kind to him, and seemed to enjoy his wonder and astonishment at their gorgeous cave. They gave him a fairy meal of the purest honey, spread on dainty little cakes, and when at last he grew tired, Numbers of the small folk fell to work to build him a bed of fern. Then, crowding around him, they sang him to sleep with a strange, soothing lullaby, which for the rest of his life he was always just on the point of remembering. But 
which as certainly escaped him. He remembered nothing more until he was awakened and taken home to his parents. The wise folk of St. Alan maintained that only a child of the finest character ever received such honor from the small people. And the fact that they had shown him the secrets of their hidden dwelling argued that forever afterwards they would keep him under their special care. And so it was. The boy lived to a ripe old age and prospered amazingly. He never knew illness or misfortune and died at last in his sleep. And those that were near him say that as he breathed his last, a strange music filled the room. Some say that the Piskies still haunt the woods and fields around Trifronic, but that they only show themselves to children and grown-ups of simple, trusting nature. Anyhow, those that wish to try to see them may reach the place where the lost child was spirited away in an hour and a half's walk from Truro, Cornwall's cathedral city, which is at the head of one of the most beautiful rivers in the world. The trip from Truro down the Truro River and the fall to Falmouth at any time of the year is a pleasurable experience that can never be forgotten. Truro is an ideal center for South Cornwall, wild sea coast and moorland and woods and sheltered creeks are all close at hand. Yet the city itself has the cloistered calm peculiar to all our cathedral towns. The tourist neglects Truro too much, for as a lover of the duchy once said, it is the most convenient town in Cornwall. It seems to be within an hour and a half's journey of any part of the country. End of Part 4 the Lost Child of St. Alan. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. Recording by Tim Lundeen, out of Chicago, Illinois. TimLundeen.Voices.com